Militarily Speaking, Episode 19, Days of Giving. This episode was different. This is a twist. I know. We are going to talk about Armed Forces Bank and our recent Days of Giving. Jody, do you remember when those Days of Giving took place? No. It's like mid-October. <laughs> and we've got some great recaps from all over the country, and we're just going to highlight a couple words, a couple sentences from the great outreach that they did in those communities. So we're looking forward to sharing this with our audience. We might have a little fun along the way if you'll allow it to happen. That's code for Tom Jones. Our team has been very busy. We have. I personally have philanthropy in my heart. I know you do as well. I know our family-owned bank has philanthropy at the top of its daily agenda, but it goes back to the days when I used to work for volunteer for the Heart Association, for Lou Gehrig's disease, for Habitat for Humanity, United Way, Catholic Charity, Second Harvest, Children's Mercy Hospital, things that make you feel good about giving back, whether it's time, money, or just being there to, to help them with an event. It's rewarding to me. And when I worked at Walmart years ago, there was a quote that I always used to use from Helen Walton, the founder's wife, it's not what you gather, but what you scatter that tells what kind of life you have lived. That's a good one. So it's all about giving back, right? That's a good one. I agree. I think the time that we spend either with the people that we work with or with our families or even just on our own, I think it's, it's good for perspective. So let's, let's take a gander and tackle some of these about what our, what our banking centers did and all the great people, our great associates out there in the field did to support organizations during days of giving. And that's sort of like the holiday season, if you will. So let's start just in our backyard where our headquarters is in Leavenworth. Leavenworth locations partnered with Stronghold Community Food Bank to open the first brick-and-mortar food bank on Fort Leavenworth. This is actually hot off the press because the ribbon-cutting ceremony, by the time this gets out there, might might have already happened, but it's mm-hmm. November 22nd where we're standing up the, the very first food pantry on Fort Leavenworth. So that's, gonna be, that's exciting. That's awesome. And before it even opened, they raised more than $1,500 to support that. They also, and I participated in this as well as we supported Second Harvest, gave 759 pounds of food, which will serve approximately close to a 1,000 people. We also donated money. And, you know, Leavenworth is always overachieving, right? And we have to because that's, that's where we started back in 1907. Yeah. So they also worked and promoted the Frontier Freedom 5K, which was part of the did you run in there? No. I walked <laughs> and then wheelbarrowed. Remember, that was that was part of the CGSC Foundation, yeah, yeah. too, that we, we talked about. about. Yeah. yeah, and then the Fisher House locally in that market as well. And they also baked and volunteered. You bake and volunteer, you bake food items, right? And you yes. volunteer, you volunteer to bake food items. Yes. And they, they gave all. Yeah, and, and the associates gave a, gave a lot of back that way. A lot of sweat equity at the, at the oven. I can hang out with eleven more teams. It's very food focused. I like the food. You would think that just our horses bank that that'd be good enough, right? I would think so. What happened to the Carson? Al- the team there always does a great job, though. I'm not going to lie. Fort Carson also busy, also in the vein of food, right? This is the time of year for that, though. So many families just aren't able to do what they would want to do and celebrate the way they might want to celebrate. And I love that all we've got several offices actually that are involved in this sort of a way. But our Fort Carson team, Tom, they worked with the Care and Share Pantry. They had a donation box set up in the banking center, 
and the good folks that came in and out were happy to help us with that effort. We received 52 pounds of donations from clients. We had four of our associates spend time volunteering at Karen Share's Sunnyside Market there in Fountain, Colorado. Yep, yep, gave time, sweat equity to your point. They helped with monitoring items, stocking, cleaning, cart return, you name it. They contributed 18 hours of their own time that's, that's what, to give back to the community. That's what you and I work in a day, typically, right? <laughs> Maybe me. Because <laughs> I'm just doing your job. <laughs> kidding, uh, kidding. Can we take five, please? Kidding. Yeah. kidding. You're talking about food. You're hungry. You have I to whine again. I missed lunch today, so it I think I'm being a... set up that all of this is about food. No, but speaking of food, I want to talk about some of the traditions we have at Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. And my favorite side dish is sweet potatoes. My mom... My mom was like she sweet puts, potatoes with marshmallows. Oh yeah, on top and inside. Butter, butter. I could do brown yeah. sugar. No, not brown sugar. Mush. Really, just the mush. That's marshmallow. Yes, it's really about because yams themselves taste <laughs> terrible. I have to think. So, what's your favorite side? So my family is kind of different and weird. Shocking as that may yeah. actually be to you. Um, we have tacos at Thanksgiving. And so anyone, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I mean, why not? Because tacos are God's food. So at any one time, we might have. 25 people, and we'll probably cook 400 some odd tacos. A lot of tacos per person. Mm-hmm. Soft taco, hard taco. So they're core tortillas that we fry. All right. It is altogether healthy and overly satisfying. So, yes, I like all of that for Thanksgiving. You get, you all watch football after, during the day, right? There's three games now versus two in yeah, years past. I'm not a big NFL fan. No? No. And you could say that there's a drug in Turkey that makes you tired and say, I'm out. Tryptophan? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. Let's go to Fort, you know, Fort, Fort Leonardwood, which is in really close. It's a four-hour drive from where we are here in Kansas City. Near Rolla. Near Rolla. It's also near St. Robert, but everyone says St. Robert. So we partnered there with the chapels on the military installation. The Armed Forces Bank team at Fort Leonardwood set up a donation box inside the banking center where clients can stop by and donate items. So could our associates. The team collected 22 cans of non-perishable goods for the food drive. And there are eight chapels. I didn't, never knew that. Right. Eight chapels on the installation that will benefit from this food drive. And throughout the year, they're collecting food for service members and their families. And we have, we've always known that food insecurity, especially lately, has been a big deal for military families. And the common theme back to food mm-hmm. is that we are trying to give more food to organizations that are in need. And it's so good to do it year-round, too. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of get the bug to do it this time. Yeah, and then they shut down. It's January 8th. They give up their New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And next thing you know, we're all getting fat again, and, and we're not that exercising. That really wasn't the angle I was taking with Oh, it, I thought you were going that way. No, all right. No, no. So, yeah, so Fort Myer, which is in Virginia, right? <laughs> Fort Myer. What did they do? They collected 78 items for donation to Bridges to Independence. They are from clients that came in and helped, just like we heard about at Fort Carson and other locations. Bridges to Independence, if you don't know, is a local-run shelter that provides food, financial education. Great organization, yeah. yeah. access to more traditional education resources. So it's just another another like-minded organization right there kind of in our own backyard that we're able to partner with and find because we're there and kind of living as part of that community. Let's do one more. I'm going to take a quick break, okay? So the Great Lakes Branch is just in Chicago area, mm-hmm. Waukegan. They always do a good job around the holidays, and they work together to purchase 120 pounds of non-perishable food items and donate them to the Veterans Closet. Veterans Closet provides a lot of service to military members, including active duty service members and veterans. So another great opportunity for us to, to give back to organizations, especially in the veterans world. That's cool. It reminds me of a joke a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. So I asked my wife what she wanted for Christmas. 
She told me that. She asked for you to go on a trip by yourself. Permanently. <laughs> she told me. Can I just spend it now? There's no, it's just not flowing well. I asked my wife what she wanted for Christmas, Jody. She, uh, she told me that nothing would make her happier than a diamond necklace. So I bought her nothing. Hmm. And then she asked me to go on a trip by yourself. So yeah. there was no humor. So the laugh track is coming. Good. I bought her nothing. Get it? So, I think we're all just worried about your safety. <laughs> if that's really the path that you chose. No, Fort Bliss is a, one of our favorite oh, organizations, right? Good train. I will talk about Fort Bliss and the ASYMCA. But again, thinking about Fort Bliss made me think about food, which is why I paused for a minute because I used to have a friend that lived at El Paso. And they would make homemade tamales and freeze them and ship them to It's all about tamales. It is all about want, So it's food bliss. Food bliss. So at Fort Bliss. talking about Fort Bliss. Yeah. Not to be confused with food bliss. Fort Bliss, our but team there were. Food can be bliss, right? This is, well. Especially if it's 84 tamales. Anyway, we digress. Fort Bliss worked with the Armed Services YMCA to collect non perishable food donations for donation to the Junior Enlisted Family Center. The Family Center is a no-cost thrift store and food pantry, and they're also part of the Baby Project, a welcome baby program, and provide soldiers hygiene kits. Not only did Fort Bliss raise awareness to this program by providing information and having clients donate directly, but they worked, you know, here's another common theme. They worked with the commissary and the chaplains to have clients purchase pre-filled donations back. That's such a great avenue in any community like this to to work with them because they know who the families need, and it's, it's just a a great mechanism to deliver that. Fort Bliss donated about 20 pounds of food items directly to the Family Center, and they continue their giving efforts into the holiday, partnering with Operation Feed the Troops to help provide meals for the holidays. Yeah, the Bliss keeps amazing me because they're doing Operation Home Fund. They're doing other organizations, too, throughout the year. So you made that point earlier about it's not just, it's holiday season for us. Yes, Days of Giving is a big deal for us, but Days of Giving should be in February, March, April, May. The needs are always going to be there. Port Irwin out of California set up a donation box for the Red Cross Team Club Emergency Preparation Collection Station. That's a mouthful. Yes. That's the RCTC EPC yes. yes. So we appreciate the work that that team did in, in Northern California. Excellent. And since we are having a spelling bee earlier, I'd like for you to spell for what you got. H-U-A-C-H-U-C-A. A lot of people just look at that and they go, Hua, 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 Chuka. I didn't know I've what it was when I first started that here. say that. That's okay. a Huachuca? <laughs> All right. No. It's, it's Huachuca, right? Yes, Fort Huachuca. They have been busy. Where is that? It's at Fort Huachuca. In Arizona. Yes. <laughs> what have they been doing? They set up a donation box for the Peaches Pantry. It's a local food pantry there, and they serve the community of Sierra Vista. They were able to collect and donate 30 cans of non-perishable food items for the Peaches Pantry, and they're also working to purchase six turkeys for the holiday season to help as well, and donating 30 wreaths to fallen soldiers in the That's wonderful, yeah. We, yeah. We're doing that. You probably know that. And we're, that we're, we're doing 150 wreaths for there as well, so that's a big deal for us. Yes, they've been involved for a long time. Yes. Thank you to our recruit department, Patty Tate, Jenny Reed, and others for, for their support. So, Joint Base Lewis McCord, we're kind of going from we went from Bliss to Arizona, now we're in the north, Pacific Northwest, right? Yeah, we're And then we'll come back around somewhere. But Lewis, Fort Lewis donated 448 items, and McCord donated 485 items. So he got over 900, about 950 items. That's all, man. 300 pounds, that's pretty good. About 300 pounds of non-perishable food items to the Fisher House. We love hearing about giving back to the Fisher House. Two associates from each banking center 
delivered the items and volunteered to stack and organize them in the kitchen and pantry area. They spent about 30 minutes getting everything organized for a total of two hours so that, boy, they're speedy. They can do all that in two hours. We could learn from that. We could, and I love that it's the Fisher House. I know. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of a joke. Oh, no. You know? I'm sorry. I mean, the Fisher House doesn't remind me of a joke. It just <laughs> today does. But what do you call an elf on the shelf who just won the lottery? Anyone? You probably want to know the answer. Do you well, look for these jokes yeah, on the computer? The answer is wealthy. Wealthy. That's kind of cute, isn't it? You know, when I said that to two other people earlier today, they actually laughed out loud. I worry about you know, those two people. I need well, to know who they are. We, have, we so don't have the right audience here. <laughs> <laughs> did they work for you? They did. <laughs> they were obligated to laugh. Views. Okay, now I'm doing it. Now I figured it out. Thank the, you. The elf on the shelf is you. Yeah. I'm just going to say. You, we did it with our kids. Did you? We did it, and we even did it last year, and I've got a 13-year-old, and as of today, an 18-year-old, and we still did it, and it's just equally still as creepy. When they're getting that old, that is creepy. There's something, <laughs> well, there's something to be said about kids, right? I'll tell you. No, we'll talk about it later. It's not appropriate. Yeah. Okay. It's not podcast. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Luke Air Force Base. That's in Arizona too, isn't transition it? Transition off of the Elf on the Shelf. Coming back. Yeah, coming back around. Luke, our team there, supported the base chapel with snacks and candy for their drive-through event that the chapel was hosting again. Another chapel More candy, right? Seventy-five pounds of goods. Please. They will use those treat bags that they prepare ahead of time for the kids that come through. Our kid doesn't like that. You know what? You're right. But let's head over to Vegas. Have you been to Vegas? I have. I have. Do you want to tell the audience how much you lost? No, I, I, I don't gamble. You don't? Not even No. The, the, no, I tried one time, and it's a roulette. That's the black and the red and the, okay, so. Pick a uh, number, pick a color. Yeah. And so I tried to do that, and then I changed my mind, and I went to do my thing, and the guy yelled at me because it was past the point in time that you were supposed to change from red to black or whatever. I didn't so he smacked you with that little wand Well, thing, he didn't right? hit me, but he made me feel stupid, and so I haven't gambled since. Well, maybe that's what we, you know, there's Gamblers Anonymous out there. <laughs> if we use that same tactic, we could be saving the world. All right, so we'll head, to, we'll head to Vegas, Nellis Air Force Base, where they gathered 45 pounds of non-perishable food items, donated it to the 926th Reserve Wing, supports all members of the military, whether they're active duty or veterans. That's Love a great organization. It. Love it. And our Travis team's been We're going busy. back to California. We're back at Travis. The Travis team has been busy with the Travis Spouses Club at the base thrift store. Each of our two associates donated two hours of their own time, four hours in total, to help out with whatever the thrift store needed. They care for the holidays. Part of what I like about working here is that we, for every associate that works here, all 900 of them, they get four volunteer hours of paid time. That's during, a good use. Yeah, especially during days of giving. Fort Knox, now we're in, what state is that? Kentucky. Right. They donated 47 canned good items and 14 box items to the Red Cross Helping Hands Food Pantry. Yep, my husband retired out of Fort Knox. How long ago? Five years-ish. I'm going to go to Watertown, New York. Yes, Fort Drum. Oof. Yes. Probably colder there than it is today here, maybe. We'll have to check that because by my gauge, it's kind of chilly here. <laughs> you know, they get 16 inches. That's like one for Kansas City. They know how to deal with it. Yeah, at some point, you just hunker down and come out in March. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, like, who needs to shovel that? I, my back hurt. <laughs> I'm going to go to Fort Drum, where they volunteered at the Feed Our Vets event in Watertown. Each of our associates volunteered for an hour and a half, giving us the total amount of volunteer time of four and a half hours at that event. And they also got accepted to run the food pantry on post. So it's cold in Colorado, right? 
Probably. Go. I think it's already snowed there. We, well, heck, it snowed here. I know. We had, <laughs> Real that back in, yeah, no. But it, it's so cold there, too, that some that reminds me of more of the Christmas holidays when it really gets cold. It reminds me of another joke, kind of, doesn't it? No. That why is Santa afraid of getting stuck in a chimney? You can probably figure this one out, right? Because he's claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. I'm going to say it again, yeah, okay? Sound it out. Let me do it again. Why is Santa afraid of getting stuck in a chimney? Tom. Why is Santa afraid of getting stuck in a chimney? Oh, wait, because he's claustrophobic. Right. Yeah, okay, I got it. Super funny. How did you know that? <laughs> like so you, you appreciate these jokes as much as I do. Yeah, that would be a problem, though. I mean, I couldn't. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, I'm going on my, my first cruise ever around Christmas. Yeah. I have Santa Claus disease, too. So, got, but the big question is, are you in a room that is below the waterline no, or above the waterline? We're on the sixth level. Above the waterline? Yeah. Okay, because below the waterline. Well, that, that would freak me out. Yeah, because it's like certain efficient prisons. Yes, because I'd see an iceberg <laughs> and I'd freak out. <laughs> oh. And then I'd see Leo DiCaprio coming out. He's like, penguins <laughs> women by. Like, wait, wait, what? What was Leo's name in the movie? I don't know. I didn't watch that movie. We're Titanic, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, the, what, what's his character's name? I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll get that answer. I'm gonna close her. Because she said that while he fell down in the water and the ice, when they were hanging out in the end, Jack, Jack Dawson. Yeah, while well, we tangentially gotten to the point where, well, the Air Force Academy was reactive as well. They volunteered, that team up there volunteered for, for more than seven hours at the Care and Share Distribution Center in Colorado Springs. They assisted in packing 485 boxes to be delivered to senior citizens. That's a lot of seven tons of food. To me, if I did the math, that's 14,000 pounds, that right? That's a lot of food. Gee, my math. What kind of food did they take? Big steaks, probably. <laughs> Lots of ham. <laughs> <laughs> well, just down the road from us are Riley and Junction City. It's only a couple hour drive from here. Yeah, it's on where I live. It's only like an hour. So, Riley and Junction City partnered with Wheels of Hope. They set up donation baskets for items to be dropped off and passed out flyers to our clients to help you know, bring in donations. And between Riley and Junction City, they donated 39 items to the Wheels of Hope. They've always been supportive of that organization. I think the last four years they've been having donation boxes in both locations. So. What I love about so, so many of these yeah. is that they are finding local, unique-to-them yes. organizations. I mean, it's important to support the ones with national reach as well. But they're in the community, and they know which organizations are really hitting the mark. And that was again. that was by design. Yeah, and that's, I love that. I'm glad the way it all came together. We have one more to go, but but also with Christmas around the corner, what kind of traditions do you have around Christmas in your at home? Hmm. While you're thinking about that, because yeah, you like to put some thought into it, I always I always had an orange at the bottom of my stocking. My dad did that for me, so I've carried on that tradition. Kids don't like it. Is there a meaning behind it? No. Oh. Maybe just weighted it down or something. Oh, that's probably smart. Yeah. you have another mm-hmm. tradition? Well, we always have new pajamas for Christmas look, morning. Look, look, look. Oh. Matching pajamas on yes, Christmas Yes, they're morning. matching. Although, you know, and I have to wear them. I have to wear them, and they don't fit me. Yeah, well, that, I can't do that. There are some sites that you can go and buy matchy-matchy pajamas for the whole family. It cost a fortune. Really? Yes. Yeah, so you go to Target. And That's what we do. We can solve the problem there. So, matching pajamas, Christmas Eve church. And then my, I think it started with my dad's parents. But after Christmas Eve church, we would come back and have a pot of oyster stew. And since none of the kids liked oyster stew, we also had potato soup. 
So all the people that yeah, drink down the oysters yeah. do. Yeah. No tacos. So from tacos, you, you're very eccentric when it comes Hands to and turkeys are safe in our house. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing that we always do is we watch a particular movie every Christmas. Love Actually. Oh, that is a good movie. I thought you were going to say, um, I don't know, Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. No, I don't know if that's a Christmas movie, Jody. Do you think that's a Christmas movie? I, I don't want to start like a ruckus, but apparently that's a You're one of the few that says it's not. I don't know. I think you just like it because the character has your same last You know, I always comment about how much I love your sweaters, and <laughs> there is, reminds me of a joke, right? What's the best material to use for Christmas sweaters? Police Navidad. I almost brought my police not be done coffee cup today. So you're going to say basically that overall the jokes on a scale of 1 to 10 were, were hovering around 2? I don't know. Can, did that scale have a negative <laughs> Is it just literally the absolute Wait, 0 you know, to 10? People sitting on their left right now, they don't they don't really need to be supporting your comments. Do they? <laughs> they always seem to gravitate to you. That's <laughs> the reason. <laughs> I am going to wrap so it what, up. I'm, I'm wrapping it up with what we did at Fort Rucker, Alabama. Um, and then we're going to wrap it up with the military fine. minute. Fort Rucker teamed up with NCOA and our clients to give back to the Wiregrass Food Bank. Everyone came together, contributed 280 canned goods, 360 pounds of rice. That's a lot of rice. rice. <laughs> we're going to need a bigger rice truck. The rice was a nice touch since they used them to balance out their rucksacks. So in two hours total, 60 during this days of giving, during this 10-day period, 1,731 pounds a few of me, 516 items, $2,635 in donations during that time they period. So hats off to Armed Forces Bank, all the associates that dug in and really went to bat and supported these wonderful organizations around the country. So way to go, AFB. With their time and their donations. Yes. It's very important. It's easy sometimes to write a check and it's harder to make time to be present. Well, I have good news. We're at the end, or is good news the fact that you enjoyed this better than you thought you would have? Well, wait, are you out of jokes? What if I said no? <laughs> My good news. <laughs> I'm actually good news. Let's go to the good news. Are, we gonna, are you talking about the military minute? Yes. All right, let's do it. Okay. Military minute. So even though you were stuck with just Tom and me, the Tom and me or Tom and I? Tom and me, if you finally got it right. Tom and me. I've been really, I've been biting my tongue. Yes, so Tom and me, you are stuck with us today. We are still going to play the Military Minute. So last week's Military Minute was a question regarding Fisher House. And the question was, how many Fisher Houses are there? And the answer was actually in the podcast itself. Sometimes we make people like go away and do research, but we didn't. Is the answer the about what's actually open today? Yes. Okay. I know you were very concerned about this. Well, I don't want to deceive question. our audience. So what's yes. the answer? The answer is 93. So if you answered that correctly, watch for your name to be announced possibly as one of our winners. And this week's Military Minute topic is on the movie Die Hard. And that is a Christmas movie. And it, I just and the question, so we should do a survey question about whether it is a Christmas okay. movie or not. The question this week is on Die Hard. What tunes does Argyle play on the limousine tape deck on the way to the Nakatomi Plaza with McLean? Not Tom McLean. John McLean. John McLean. Does Argyle have a last name? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's Madonna? Yes. It's like Beyonce? Yeah. Yes. Nope. Just the artist formerly known as. Argyle. 
yet. So the answer next week, or jump onto our Facebook or Instagram account to answer, if you know, for a chance at $50 for you and a $50 contribution to a charity of your choice. And thank you so much for spending time with us, hearing about our amazing associates, for putting up with Tom. If you enjoyed today's episode, go out to AFBank.com and subscribe to the show. Also, make sure to rate us. Maybe I really had, I had fun today. Thanks <laughs> for making, today. making it great. Leave us right a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And Jody, we're on YouTube, right? We are. This was fun. Thanks, Jody. Happy holidays. Thank you. Nice Christmas, sweater. That's your day. Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank-owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the Militarily Speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.